0: Coming up, the Giants keep winning and the NL Central switches leaders once again. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB.
1: Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day.
0: Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us to go over the biggest stories across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Reds got back in the win column, and they got back atop the division by beating the Orioles in Baltimore last night. Locked On Reds tells us what turned Cincy's fortune.
2: Now that is some starting pitching. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds Podcast. And Andrew Abbott tossed a gem in Baltimore and helped lead the Reds to a 3-1 win and stop the three-game losing streak. A very good game for him. And hey, Matt McClain with a couple of clutch at-bats. Matt McClain is uh, officially Matt McClutch. Don't know if you know that or not. But a beautiful day for him with an RBI double and a solo home run. T.J. Friedel with an insurance solo shot later on in the game after another long rain delay i guess it just always rains in baltimore but what a game i mean andrew abbott is the story he continues to show his prowess on the mound even as a rookie he is absolutely going to be an important piece for the reds moving forward and he's going to be our focal point of the next lockdown reds podcast make sure you join steve and myself
0: The Brewers gave up that division lead by falling to the Mets in New York. Both Locked On Brewers and Mets give us their sides of the story after the game.
3: Well, for the first time in weeks, the Mets played a good baseball game. This is Ryan Fickelstein, the host of Locked On Mets. And on Tuesday night, we saw the return of David Peterson. And he was surprisingly great. Six scoreless innings. The Mets' offense came alive. Brandon Nimmo with a pair of home runs. Francisco Lindor hit a homer, made some sensational plays at shortstop. Daniel Vogelback homered as well. The Mets put up seven runs, and the bullpen did not blow it. Is this a sign? More things to come. We've said that before. But with Steve Cohen maybe talking to the team today and said to talk to the media tomorrow, is this a turning point in the season for real? I think it might be and I'll discuss why on tomorrow's edition. Locked on, Mets.
4: I'm not going to blame this one on Julio Tehran. He had been so good. Six straight terrific outings where he put his team in position to win. Yeah, he gave him four home runs against the New York Mets and a 7-2 loss. Four home runs. They weren't hitting for him anyway. All right? That was a shutout you know, until you know midway point of that game, and then the Mets started hitting bombs off him. Brewer scored two runs late in the game well after it was over. You know, another feeble effort offensively. because they won't hit for him, uh, he's made seven starts they got no, they've got nothing, limited offensive support. And uh, that's just the way it's been for the Brewer offense, just feeble, feeble, feeble. And the New York Mets, you know, there they were eight games under the 500 mark uh, starting play on Tuesday night, and, and that's just too good of a team to keep down. Uh, Tayron, again, I'm not, uh, not going to blame him at all. We'll talk about this coming up on Lockdown Brewers. We'll talk about this coming up later on tonight. Talk to you then, everybody.
0: The Giants won again on Tuesday, their 13th win in their last 15 games for San Francisco. After taking down the Blue Jays in Toronto, the lockdown host with both squads recapped the shutout.
5: The Giants have won 10 straight road games in the same season for the first time since 1952. This is Ben Kaspik with the Lockdown Giants podcast, and this was just a very, very impressive win for the Giants going up against Kevin Gosman, who, as Giants fans well know, is a very good pitcher, and he was on his game tonight, but the Giants kind of grinded him down. They also got a huge run off of him. Uh, with Patrick Bailey delivering a two-strike double, just continuing his pretty magical, at this point, rookie season. He also threw out another runner on the bases. And the Giants pitching using an opener. Ryan Walker escaping a first and third no-out situation with three straight Ks. Alex Wood, excellent over five. Tyler Rogers and Camilo Duvall, excellent closing this thing down. And Tyro Estrada added on a couple runs with a big hit with two outs in the ninth. So just a great win for the Giants, shutting out the Blue Jays for just the second time this year. This team just continues to be extremely impressive.
6: Hello friends, Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays, and we all love the Toronto Blue Jays so much. And the Giants are one of the hottest teams in baseball, so I'm not really a huge amount of shame in losing to them. And this rant is in the heat of the moment as a devastated Blue Jay fan, you know, coming off of this series opening loss tonight against the San Francisco Giants. So I don't really mean what I'm about to say right now. But I hate this team. I hate this team so much. The Blue Jays average a putrid three runs per game for Kevin Gosman. Couldn't even do that tonight in this debacle. One for a zillion. Again, as per usual, with runners in scoring position, the one hit didn't even produce a run. Another opportunity for Vlad late in the game for a big hit pops up. Now, Tim Lieber, do you remember him? He was the Blue Jay first base coach from 2014 through 2018. So, of course, the 15 and 16 playoffs in there, the bat flip in there. Well, he joins the Lockdown Blue Jay podcast Wednesday and Thursday this week. So, a lot of talk coming up about happier times for the Toronto Blue Jays.
0: Padres couldn't keep up with the Pirates' offense yesterday, which put up nine runs on San Diego. The Lockdown hosts with both teams have more for us after the final.
5: In the debut of the Pittsburgh Pirates City Connect jerseys, they finally... Found a connection between the bat and the ball as 16 hits and nine runs propel the Pittsburgh Pirates over the San Diego Padres 9-4 on Tuesday night. It was the first time in almost two weeks since June 14th to be exact that the Pittsburgh Pirates have scored more then four runs in a game. Rich Hill goes six innings, allowing four runs. Rowanzi picks up his first professional save, going three scoreless innings down the stretch. Henry Davis had a big night. Nick Gonzalez got his first MLB hit and first MLB home run, hitting a 442-feet shot to center field. As the Pittsburgh Pirates win 9-4, my name is Ethan Smith, your host of the Locked On Pirates podcast, and I will see you. Hey everybody, Javier Reyes here of the Locked On Padres podcast, sometimes
7: a Locked On Depressed Padres podcast, and certainly more depressed after today's 9-4 loss to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Not a very good team, right? And after a bad weekend series, you'd think, let's let's kind of get the show on the road, and instead, it, star- it started off early this time, right? You Darvish scratched late from his start, and yes, I know, 4.8 ERA on the season with the contract extension, not so great. Uh, stay tuned to the podcast tomorrow, actually, where we talk about him a little bit. But uh, you know, that was the first sign. And in this game, actually, starts off pretty good. Gary Sanchez or St. Gary, I should say, gets an RBI. Hassan Kim gets a couple RBIs, but don't worry, you got some double plays grounded into. And unfortunately, Reese near not good. Um, so it's a little bit of an expected loss. So because of the Darvish thing, you can kind of chalk this up to that. But even still, uh, at some point. You got to start winning and, you know, all these rumors and tweets about, oh, locker room stuff not going well. Bob Melvin not even giving a presser after this game, apparently. Not good stuff. Not good stuff. Usually I say stay faithful, but you know what? Do whatever you want, guys. Be mad. Because you know what? This team is letting you down and they are an embarrassment to the entire sport right now. So what can I say? What more needs to be said? (laughs) Stay tuned to the podcast, though. Please do that.
0: Coming up, the twins are barely holding on to the AL Central lead. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Game Time. Getting last minute tickets should not be difficult and it should not be pricey. The Game Time guarantee means that you will get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less somewhere else, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the Game Time app, create an account. You can use promo code LOCKEDONMLB. You will get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, you can create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONMLB to get $20 off Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game-to-Game game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Twins could not overcome two home runs from Ronald Acuna Jr. and lost to the Braves on Tuesday. Our Locked On hosts with the Twins goes over the loss that has Minnesota just a half game up in the division.
8: The Braves are really, really good. Like 19-4 and four in June level good including 11-1 at home. But let's not get it twisted. The Twins were awful in this 6-2 loss. You ever get the sense a team is out of it after the first pitch? Well, that felt like the case here as Ronald Acuna Jr. pummeled the first pitch he saw from Joe Ryan into the seats. Again, that only tied the game, but if that wasn't enough, Ozzie Albies tripled six pitches later, and then Austin Riley homered three pitches after that, and that meant the Twins are going to be playing catch-up all night, and they're not good at that. Now, the Twins will play some morning baseball Wednesday looking to stave off a sweep with Kent Maeda looking to continue his good vibes against, we think, Mike Soraka. And for today's stat that you will not see anywhere else, Joe Ryan is the only Twins pitcher in team history to allow three homers with three strikeouts in any inning check back later we'll have a full recap this is locked on twins the
0: guardians waited until the last minute to score in kansas city last night scoring their only two runs in the ninth inning to steal a victory away from the royals locked on guardians has more on the dramatic finish
3: well it wasn't pretty once again for the cleveland guardians but they were able to pull off a 2-1 victory over the kansas city royals i'm justin latikos of lockdown guardians i think Fanduel needs to start putting an over under how many times i'm going to say it this year the cleveland guardians have had an ugly win but it was an ugly win uh, the Royals are one of the worst teams in baseball and it took eight innings for the guardians to score a run hometown kid, Willie Brennan had three hits, including a two run double to win them the game. Gavin Williams had one of the best starts of any rookie in the Cleveland's uh, baseball history, going seven innings, allowing one, uh, no runs in his second start overpowering the Kansas city Royals and the Minnesota twins lost on Tuesday evening. So that puts the Cleveland guardians a half game out of first place. They have two more at the Royals. Hopefully they won't be as difficult, but as we've seen in the past, uh, uh, nothing is easy with this team, but they are wins, and they need the wins right now, and uh, whoever's chugging along in September might win this division, so the Guardians just need to have a pulse at some point. Stay tuned to Lockdown Guardians for more this week.
0: The Cardinals fell behind 2 nothing to the Astros, but came back to win their series opener at home against the Champs. The Lockdown hosts with both Houston and St. Louis have more for us.
9: It's games like this that make it hard to count out the St. Louis Cardinals just yet. It's JD from On Cardinals and on Tuesday night we had the makings of a pitcher's duel at Bush Stadium with the Astros starting Framber Valdez One of the top left-handed pitchers in all of baseball against the Cardinals, Jordan Montgomery, who's had an excellent June. Runs were going to be at a premium, and after falling behind early 2-0, the Cardinals offense came to life, scoring in three consecutive innings to win this one 4-2. Monty was brilliant, recorded his fourth consecutive quality start. Paul DeYoung jumpstarts the offense with his 12th dinger of the year in just 52 games. He also had a sack fly. Jordan Walker extends his hitting streak to 16. Nolan Arnato a couple of opposite field hits. Uh, Gallegos gets Monty out of that two-wild bases loaded jam. Hicks continues to dominate. A great team win and hopefully a sign that this team is starting to turn the corner. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it Locked on Cardinals.
10: Well, the Houston Astros definitely didn't win that game. Marty Maldonado tried to contribute with the home run. He had a line shot a second at bat. And when the game was, I guess, on the line, well, they were losing. Bases were loaded, two outs. Martín Maldonado comes up. He's got a chance to keep swinging the hot bat. But why would we do that when we have Bly Madras on the bench, a career 172 hitter, and he flies out? Some things baffle me. I don't understand the moves the club made. With the lineup today, Jose Altuve clearly still out with an injury, so he couldn't pinch it there. The offense got nothing going today. Looked flat, Lane Montgomery looked like a Cy Young winner. And look, they still got two games left in St. Louis. So there's hope that they can still salvage a series and win the next two games. But Framber was not sharp tonight and that really hurt the Astros. Stay tuned in to On Astros with your team.
0: Josh Donaldson hit a home run in his return to the Yankees, but it was not enough to beat the A's in Oakland. On Yankees goes over Tuesday's loss.
1: Let's play some good news, bad news, shall we? I'm Stacy Gatsoulias of Locked On Yankees. And good news, Josh Donaldson hit a home run for the Yankees. Bad news, it was a solo shot and it was the only run that they scored all game. Good news, Anthony Rizzo hit a double. Bad news, no one behind him drove him in. Good news, Johnny Brito. Pitched five and two third innings, only gave up two runs, but those two runs were enough to beat the Yankees because bad news, the offense can't do anything. Good news, the bullpen looks great. Bad news, the offense does not. Giancarlo Stanton was 0 for 4. Only one strikeout, but 0 for 4 and looking very silly on off-speed pitches. And uh, note to the rest of the league, just keep throwing him off-speed pitches and he'll never hit again. (laughs) We'll have everything you need to know about this game on the next Locked On Yankees and a preview of Game 2 between the Yankees and the A's.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Brandon Marsh hit two home runs to lift the Phillies over the Cubs at Wrigley Field yesterday and Locked On Phillies and Cubs go over that matchup post-game.
11: And that'll do it, folks. The Philadelphia Phillies take down the Chicago Cubs 5-1 out there in the windy city. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. What a start by Ranger Suarez, who just put together one of the most impressive months of pitching in Philadelphia Phillies history. In June, he was unbelievable. I mean, the guy's one of the best pitchers on planet Earth right now. Brandon Marsh goes yard twice with the wind blowing in strongly out there at Wrigley Field. I mean, that's a great game by him. The defense, outstanding, one error early by Trey Turner and a base running error by Trey Turner as well, but hard to nitpick after a game like that. Just a very comfortable, solid win by the Philadelphia Phillies, which is what happens when you get great starting pitching. I said today on the podcast, you're probably gonna need to score about five runs to win with Rangers throws on the map. The Phillies score five. They win easily with Ranger Suarez on the mound, and we get to talk about a win on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Phillies. Tune in. Cubs get
8: beat down by the Phillies tonight on the first game of a homestand after the London trip 5-1. to Jamison Tyone continued what has been nothing short of a disastrous season. Five innings, five earned. That's pretty much been the norm for him. The Cubs did really nothing offensively against Ranger Suarez. All night, it was one of those games. Poor starting pitching, no offense, pretty uneventful game. Uh, Cubs, after being quietly, I think, one of the hottest teams in baseball, uh, going into Sunday's game, have now dropped two in a row and have to get back on the right foot uh, on Tuesday. There's really nothing more to say in this game. Tyone really bad, offense really bad, Cubs lose.
0: The Rockies had no offense for the Dodgers last night, taking a shutout loss at Coors Field. Locked on, Rockies recaps the struggles at the plate.
8: Outmatched
12: yet again, Clayton Kershaw dominates the Colorado Rockies, and that's kind of a tale as old as time at this point. I'm Paul Holden, host of Locked On Rockies, and it's another example. The Dodgers are, plain and simple, better than the Colorado Rockies. The Rockies did have a chance to get after the bullpen there late in the game there in the ninth. Certainly some opportunity to put some runs on the board, but... Again, that's the difference between the top dogs, not only in the National League West, but the top dogs in the league. The difference between a team like the Rockies and the Diamondbacks is the Diamondbacks have been beating the Dodgers. The Rockies have now lost three straight to the Dodgers to start off 2023. I guess start off is kind of generous. So it's just another example. That's the there are a lot of teams, the Dodgers included, that are in a whole nother league than the Colorado Rockies, and that was on full display tonight at Coors Field. Another tough moment for Rockies fans to swallow. We'll be uh, talking about it all right here unlocked on, on
0: Rockies. Shohei Otani continuing to make history. This time he became the first pitcher in nearly 60 years to hit multiple home runs in a game. That offense helped him get the win on the mound as well as a win for L.A. Locked on Angels gives you the recap.
9: Well, if it's unique, if it's extraordinary, if it's never been done before, it's always Shohei Ohtani. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. Shohei Ohtani beats the Chicago White Sox. Oh, and the Angels kind of showed up, too, on Tuesday night, 4-2. to This guy is incredible. He hit two mammoth home runs, leads the major leagues, by the way. And he pitched six in the third innings and struck out 10. This guy's incredible. This guy can do everything. And this just in, Shohei Otani has announced his candidacy for president in 2024. I- I'd like to make the first donation. I, I know it's just $2. I- I'm a podcaster. Give me a break. But you can join us on our podcast, John and I, on Locked On Angels. We're going to recap this game and talk all angels and all Otani. All the time. Can't wait to see
8: you.
0: Five runs in the first inning. Jump started the Diamondbacks offense in a win over the Rays last night. And Locked on D-backs has everything that you need to know from the win.
8: Evan Longoria and the D-backs take down the best team in baseball in game one with a triumphant 8-4 to victory. Miller Thomas of Locked on Dimebacks here. Evan Longoria used to be a fan favorite in Tampa, but now he's in the desert. His former team came to Arizona as well, and Evan Longoria took it to his former team as he went two for three with the home run. Christian Walker got in on the action as well. I mean, there was a whole bunch of home runs in this game. Ketel Marte, Christian Walker, Corbin Carroll, Evan Longoria. The D-backs put up five runs in the first inning. It felt like it was going to be a close back and forth game because the Rays respond with four runs in the second to make a one-run ball game, but D-backs take over after that. Zach Gallons able to eat innings the bullpen holds up and in the end the D backs take down the best team in baseball with decisive victory in game one hopefully they can do the same in games two and three
0: that's it for this edition of locked on game to game MLB as always we thank you for making locked on your first listen every single weekday make sure you're subscribed to locked on MLB and your favorite teams locked on podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from I'm Kanani Stevens this has been locked on game to game